0: Hey everyone, I'm just so excited to be able to share um, with you tonight what God has just been speaking to me about, what he's put on my heart. Um, And I honestly believe that tonight is your night to break free. It's your night to hold on to the truth and and to silence all doubt. This is your night to let go of the old and to step into the new. So you have a purpose and and you are enough. Enough you are chosen and you are loved just let that sink in for a moment that you are loved by a god that would never let you down jesus we welcome you father we welcome your presence god we thank you that you see every single need In Jesus' name, I declare breakthrough upon this place tonight. Breakthrough in health, in relationships, in families, addictions, depression and anxiety. I declare restoration and comfort for those that are hurting. I take back what the enemy has tried to take away from this generation. I call back joy for those stuck in insecurity and low self-worth. I call back contentment. All confusion, discouragement, and depression to be silent right now, in Jesus' name. One thing I know in my heart is that there is power in the Word of God. See, the Word of God not only teaches us how to live, but it tells us who we are. There is not one person in this world that is a mistake. Every single person that's in our society was created with such intention and design. Every single person has a purpose and a destiny. See, God doesn't make mistakes. In our society, we quite often, you know, we long for validation, but that validation already came from God. His love is all we need. And in the book of Ephesians, it actually says that God took us from a place of adoption to sonship. So you are not rejected. You are handpicked by God, created on purpose for a purpose. And I honestly believe that God just wants to lavish his love on you. And I believe that God is going to speak to people, that through his Holy Spirit, people's lives would be transformed. My heart's cry is that you would understand that in every single battle or situation we face, that we are surrounded by God. That we are equipped to fight everything that comes our way because the battle is already won. I've entitled this message, The Battle in Our Mind, and I'm going to start by reading from Ephesians 6, verse um, 10 to 18, and I'm reading from the NIV version, but it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows from the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. How incredible is that? I encourage you guys to um, read Ephesians in your own time. See what I find so interesting about the book of Ephesians is it's written by a, a guy named Paul and he spends the first part of the book explaining to us the ultimate purpose for which all creation exists. He writes a series of letters explaining who we are and he paints this beautiful picture of God's redemption plan for us. Paul talks about our identity and purpose all throughout the book. And then we get to the last chapter of the book. And it starts with the word, finally. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. See, on a daily basis, we are in a battle. We are in a war, a war in our mind, in our heart. Every area of our life stability is being shaken up. But if we turn our attention, our focus or anger on the things we can see, but forget we have an enemy working underneath the surface, then we will waste all of our time and energy trying to fight in our own strength. See, the real problem is not against flesh or blood. It goes way beyond that. See, the enemy wants you to focus on the physical so you can't see him deceiving you in the background. Instead of focusing on the problem, we need to stand firm and put on the full armor of God. See, God has provided us with the tools we need to fight, but we are the ones that need to take action. When you put on the armor of God, you engage the enemy. You wrestle, you look him in the eye and you tell him who has already won the victory. When you step out in confidence, when you stand in the gap, when you pull back the curtains and you see your situation for what it really is, when you learn to fight the good fight, when you learn to pray and you read your Bible, you will watch the darkness flee. When you resist anxiety and depression and family dysfunctions and you begin to claim victory through the name of Jesus Christ and you put on your full armor of God, I'm telling you mountains begin to move, strongholds begin to lift, and freedom begins to take over the posture of your heart and your mind. My first point that I want to bring to the table tonight is that the renewing of your mind is the start of spiritual warfare. The renewing of your mind is the start of spiritual warfare. So the enemy wants you to believe the lies. He wants you to doubt every word God ever spoke. I want to take this back to creation for a second. See, when God created the world, he spoke. He used his words to speak everything into existence and he breathed his breath into our lungs. See, what I find so fascinating about this is that God reached down into the earth to create mankind. See, it portrays this beautiful picture of how intentional God was when he created us. We mean more to God than just words. See, when God created Adam and Eve, the one thing he said to them was that they weren't allowed to eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil. And then what happens? The snake, the serpent, it comes along and says to Adam and Eve, did God really say, did God really say not to eat from that tree? And what happens in that moment is that they start to doubt the word of God, which causes them to sin and to eat the one thing that God said not to eat. The more I began to think about this and process this on a deeper level, the more I began to think about how the Bible is filled with scripture about who we are, you know, about who God says we are about, you know, the fact that. He loves us, that we're set apart, you know, the moment that we start to believe the words of God and we start to believe that we are set apart and loved and and that we believe in his promises that they're going to come to pass, a seed of doubt comes in and most of the time it overtakes our whole thought process. See, the enemy uses distraction and lies to stop us pressing in, to stop us pressing into our purpose and the plan that God has for our lives. Now, the first time I read Ephesians 6, the armor of God, I just closed my eyes for a second and I and I imagined what it would look like to be a Roman soldier. And I imagined that the kind of um, gear that I would I would wear to be equipped to fight the battle, to fight the fight. And what I love about this chapter in Ephesians is that Paul describes the armor of God as a physical manifestation of the presence of Jesus. See, he uses imagery of a soldier going into battle with the right armor to fight the fight. You see, without the right armor, we have nothing to protect ourselves from the battle. Point number two is that freedom comes from wearing the right thing. I don't know if I'm the only one who's ever done this before, but have you ever rocked up to an event? Like it was, um, everyone's just dressed up, they're all decked out, and you just thought it was like this casual get together. And it can be quite awkward because you rock up and you're wearing the wrong thing. See, wearing the wrong thing can be awkward, but when you wear the right thing, freedom enters the room. And, you know, the same thing happens when you wear the wrong thing internally. I guess my question for you tonight is, is what are you wearing? And I'm not talking about the outer appearance. I'm, I'm more talking about what are you wearing internally? What what are you wearing in your heart, in your mind? What thoughts are you allowing in? Are you wearing fear? Are you wearing the labels that people have spoken over you? Are you living out of a place of complacency? Are you wearing doubt, anxiety, depression? Are you wearing the lies of the enemy? Have you given up on your dreams and promises that God gave you? See, when we put on the full armor of God, we are walking in the light and fighting the darkness. There is peace when wearing the armor of God a newfound freedom that means my situations and circumstances I face no longer dictate my mindset because I am equipped with the armor to fight everything that comes against me. How many times have we let the lies overtake our mindset? I love it when verse 16 and 17 says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all. All the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, with the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, we can come boldly before the Lord. We can come boldly with our prayer requests. We can come boldly with the things that we're believing on. We can come to him with the dreams and the desires that we have on our hearts. See, God knows where we're at. He knows our every need. He knows our cry of our heart. And quite often, the enemy will try and come in and say, Did God really say? Did God really say that? See, the helmet protects our minds from the lies of the enemy and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, cuts through those. The flaming arrows are often targeted at our thought process and without the helmet to protect our mind and the sword to fight back and the shield of faith to believe otherwise, we will conform to a life of discomfort and the battle will be a war within our own mind. See, without these pieces of armour, our thoughts become dictated by the lies of the enemy. If you look closely at the imagery of a Roman soldier, you will see that all of the armour, all of the protection is found at the front of the soldier. See, I found this really interesting and quite intriguing because the whole chapter 6, chapter 6 of Ephesians, it refers to the underlining struggles and difficulties that we face, but it shows us how we fight our battles, And the reason I believe the armor is found at the front of the soldier is because we were designed to engage the enemy, to fight back with truth, to walk in confidence and authority, to take back what the enemy is trying to steal from our generation. See, he is trying to steal a life of purpose and freedom. He's trying to steal the promises that God's laid on your heart. See, he's trying to steal your dreams and your ambitions, See, a believer never runs away, but rather steps forward, steps out and stands up. The victory is already won. We just need to stand in the gap and say to the devil, not today. So when those anxious thoughts enter my head, I put on the armor of God and I pick up my sword and I begin to speak out the word of God that says, be anxious for nothing. When I am sad and alone, I choose to stand in the gap and say, my God, he will never leave me or forsake me. So how can I be alone? When I feel rejected, I stand firm and I speak out truth that my God has handpicked me, that he took me from a place of adoption to sonship, that I am chosen that I am fearfully and wonderfully made the enemy has no choice but to flee my last point for tonight is that you cannot win without persistence see persistence carries you through rejection and trials persistence means that it's always too soon to quit Persistence means that no matter how many times I fail, I will continue to get back up again. Persistence means that these chains have to break. It means that mountains will move out of my way. And to give up is to surrender to the lies of the enemy. breakthrough it starts on your knees. We aren't the source of power to overcome our challenges. God is our greater power source that brings the true power. In our weaknesses, God's strength is perfect. See, God wants to walk beside you. He wants us to be bold and unafraid and to come to him with courage. See, courage is a fire that can't be put out. Courage demands respect. Courage can be found in all areas of life. And it it doesn't matter who you are or where you are. To be courageous is to stand tall against powerful force and to take it out. But it starts on our knees. See, it starts in a place of surrender when you put on the full armor, of God, and you say, God, I can't do this on my own. See, in Psalm 139 verse 5, it says, you have surrounded me on every side, behind me and before me. You have placed your hand gently on my shoulder. In Psalm 55 verse 18, it says, he rescues me unharmed from the battle waged against me, even though many oppose me. In Psalm 23, verse 5, it says, You spread out a table before me, provisions in the midst of attacks from my enemies. You care for all my needs, anointing my head with soothing, fragrant oil, filling my cup up again and again and again with your grace. In Psalm 3, verse 6, it says, No longer will I fear my tens and thousands of enemies who have surrounded me. In Psalm 18, verse 39, it says, You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me see the kingdom of god is not just a bunch of words but it is a kingdom of manifest power manifest power and sometimes we have to be willing to get uncomfortable to be unfamiliar with your surroundings so god can move i love how um in the book of james james refers to he's got this analogy of a mirror and um the mirror reflects the condition of our outer man and James compares a mirror to the word of God being our inner man so our inner condition and the word of God transforms the inner man and I love that there is power in our words and there is power in in the word of God and and we need to be speaking the word of God over our life and we need to be declaring what we want to see and what the word of God says but in order for us to do that we need to put on the armor of God we need to get our head in the Bible and we need to be reading the truth and reading his promises and and declaring that over our life I hope what I've shared tonight has just encouraged you and inspired you to to walk in freedom and to walk in confidence and to put on the full armor of God so that you're ready to fight whatever challenges come your way, whatever lies try and creep in and, and just to really trust that, that God is with you. He is with you in the trenches. He is with you in every single season in your life. And I'm honestly believing that, that there is going to be people where, your promises are going to be answered and dreams are going to come back to you and they're going to come back alive to you and and that families are going to be restored and and anxiety and depression over this generation is going to be silenced in Jesus' name. And I honestly believe that that um God's word is the truth and it's the way and it teaches us how to live. So I hope this has blessed you. I'm just gonna pray for you real quick. Mm-hmm. God, tonight we just stand on your word. We stand on your promises. Father, we come boldly before your throne, God, fully equipped to fight any battle, Lord, that's in our way right now. God, we thank you that your word has power. God, that it has freedom. Father God, I just pray for anyone who's looking for work tonight, God, that they would find it. God, I thank you that family dysfunctions would be restored in Jesus' name. God, that the anxiety and depression level over this generation, God, would be silenced god that you would just help us to fight the good fight of faith god to fight wearing the right things god and i just thank you that you're speaking to people lord that you you've used me to just share tonight lord what's on my heart and i just thank you father god for who you are and what you're doing amen